0: Hey everyone, this is Chris, and you're listening to One Cross Radio, this is Out and About Episode 5. I don't have a catchy subtitle for this one yet, Um, mostly because it's hard to think of a good fifth subtitle. Um, And I mean, an obvious one is The Empire Strikes Back, but that's not happening in this episode. (laughs) Um, And if we're going in release order... The clones certainly aren't attacking, which is good, because that was the worst of the prequels. Uh, the prequels. I'm not going to say it's the worst Star Wars film. That goes to The Last Jedi. Anyways, before I go down that rabbit hole, now it's weird. It's, it's interesting trying to think of a, a fifth movie that was not only good, but had a good subtitle. Uh, certainly not The Final Frontier which is the worst of the, the Star Trek movies. Fight me, Steve. Um, it's it's not Rocky Five, which is the worst of the Rockies. Um, apparently I'm coming out strong on opinions here. Uh, <laughs> and it's not Fast Five, although that one's the easiest, so maybe I'll go with that. Um, it's also... I can't remember the fifth titled the Land Before Time, fifth movie. You guys remember Land Before Time? Such a good movie. Uh, it's just like an hour and fifteen minutes, maybe close to t- uh, to an hour twenty. Heavy stuff, like so heavy. It just it's gut punch after gut punch. Um, I'd say it rivals like The Lion King, the cartoon one, um, not the bad live action one. <laughs> and I use quotations over live action because, well, it ain't. Um, like it rivals the the cartoon Lion King in terms of like impact of death and and drama stuff where you're just like oh my gosh Um, much more so than Bambi I've seen it get compared to Bambi um, but something that was always weird with me with Bambi was how Bambi's life just got so much better after his mom died which shouldn't be the case they even show morning. He was just kind of sad and his dad shows up and like, Come with me, my son. Your mom is dead. And it fades to black and next thing we see, he's Prince of the Whole Friggin' Wood and he's saving the day and getting the girl. That's uh, some mixed messaging there, sir. But I digress. <laughs> um... So today's episode is actually a redo. Um... I'm trying to keep the microphone as close to my mouth as possible because it's windy and when I recorded this originally, there was a lot of clipping and a lot of bouncing noises. And uh give me a sec. Just need a little caffeine boost. One moment, please. Ah, it's good coffee. Today's coffee is sponsored by my wonderful patrons. <laughs> so thank you, Bex and Nathan, for supplying. This uh this morning's cup of coffee and the other cup of coffee from the last recording. Um Hey everyone, just inserting this now. Uh the wind got really, really bad at this point and you couldn't hear it. So if you want to check out our Patreon, head over to patreon.com slash onecrossradio. Hope you're enjoying the episode. And now back to it. Anyways. <laughs> uh today's episode is like most of these out and about it's about a couple different things also i apologize about the wind there's not really anything i can do about it um so first things first happy three-year anniversary listeners uh today on cross radio or the day is dropping uh we are officially on our third anniversary, which is crazy. I didn't even realize it. It just crept up. Um, but for me, the big anniversary was our hundred episodes, um, not too long ago. So this is still crazy exciting. I didn't know I'd be doing this when I started for three years. I didn't know our audience would grow to where it's at. Um, and thank you all so much for listening and supporting and commenting and We've got like four or five star reviews in, in Apple Podcasts, which is outstanding. And thank you to Nathan for making me aware of those. Um, reason I wasn't before is anybody else who does podcasts, they, they can probably relate. Um, Apple Podcasts or and iTunes, it's country specific. You have, to, you have to change regions just to be able to get an idea of what other what other people's reviews are for you, it's really complicated, <laughs> unnecessarily so. I don't I, I don't get why the reviews are region coded. Um, but thank you so much for those wonderful reviews. Um, thank you for all the downloads and the love and the support and the prayers, and it, it means a lot to me. And here's to three more years. <laughs> um, so the other things I wanted to quickly talk about are just some thoughts I had uh, and then sharing some cool nerd stuff and then there's a bit of an announcement. So the thoughts I had are I mean it's stuff I kind of talked about before. Hopefully in this take I'll be a lot less ranty. Um because I got I got ranty cuz this is stuff that bugs me. Part of it is stuff bugging me because I can see that tendency within myself. Um and I don't like that I have that tendency, and I'm gonna wait because the truck is about to be passing me by. And we're back. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I guess okay. All I in this spot, all I ask is for everybody, but it's uh, not in the mean way. But I want to say, especially uh, the Christians. Please, please, guys, let's not rage-share stuff, let's not just sh- look at the tweet version of something, or just, here's an isolated thing that points out all the bad stuff, uh, and share that, react to that, react angrily to that, um, it's, uh, it's so that we do this, and I get why, because like we see something it makes us angry, or like we feel it's an injustice, so we, we go to share, and we're like, we gotta take this away, we gotta shoot this down, this is bad, and it's, I get that part, I honestly do, and I understand it, and I'm not attacking anybody, um, but with so much of this stuff, there's so, so much misinformation out there. Um, and it's so easy to come across it for so many reasons, because uh, the media doesn't, uh, media and journalists don't, not every, not every place, but, uh, this is broad strokes, but I think it's fair. Um, but if you don't do this and you're a journalist, please don't take it offensively. Um, but so much of it is like we share the clickbaity articles. We do this where we know it's going to get a reaction and we'll never print the retraction or if we do it's at the like it's in the smallest print at the bottom of the article and we won't even announce we've added that edit Um, or it's let's just share the negative stuff we'll remove the full context of it so it's just the thing specifically designed to piss you off Um, we do that we do that so much and we shouldn't. So many of the things that we get outraged, outraged about, it takes 20 seconds, maybe 30, tops, to, to Google something. Look it up on PolitiFact. Look it up on something that completely dispels this. Uh, that shows like, no, that was taken out of context. Here's everything that was said around it. That you can still find offensive or bothersome. But at least then you're like, okay, no, this person isn't trying to kill millions of people to create a vaccine. Or, no, this person, like this company, isn't promoting pedophilia. Or just any number of the things that we've been outraged by in the last week? Two weeks? Um, Just so many things. It's just so many things. And we... Like we've done this to ourselves, we really have. Where AI on Google and Facebook and everywhere, just like it tracks what you look at, so it knows what you want to see, so it gives you more of that. That feeds into your confirmation bias, that just builds you, like just makes you angry and paints everything bleakly. And this, uh, this isn't how it should be. And we we talk about echo chambers on college campuses and other places being like, oh, they just got to get out of the echo chamber. They surround it themselves with people who only agree with them and they're doing it willy-nilly. Yeah, that's sometimes a conscious choice people make. But it's also something that a lot of us are just doing. um, By not looking at, not trying to look up non-biased or... Right leaning or left, leaning and I hate I hate using those terms, but it makes sense here. Or any kind of like not looking for a middle site that just tells the story or gives the full background like so many things track what you're looking at. Do you when I've gone looking at Funko pops like for just say like half an hour at a couple different sites, do you know how me- how many weeks I have of just Funko pop ads? showing up in my Facebook feed, or any website, even an app where it's showing me an ad, because it's advertising what it thinks I want to see. Or if I've been on a couple news sites, and ugh, whatever way they lean, even though you can find uh, fairly unbiased news sites, or like, hey, here's the story, we're going to remove like our lean into it, how many ads i get for that like it's just so weird and we just get just get so angry and then we rage share and then we don't apologize or repent <laughs> uh when we've gone too far and there's just so much hypocrisy um going around and it's it's frustrating to me where people will be like this person said this and they should be canceled or they should be like their platform should be taken away but it's also that I've heard that from people who are like cancel culture is an evil thing like it it doesn't line up and then they get upset about hypocrisy and I I do too and I recognize that I have confirmation bias and I gain that time as much as I try not to I can definitely be hypocritical at points absolutely we all do but we gotta do better, is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, and I'm working myself into a rant, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna move on now. But I, I, I hope you hear my heart. I'm not trying to condemn anyone. Um, I understand why this stuff happens, but I know for me personally, like I would get angry a lot when I just see the clickbaity stuff or just the isolated things. But then I legit started asking myself okay, why though? Like, why did the person say that, or why is this featured in this film, or why, or why, or for any number of things. And then once I started doing that, and I looked into what was being said, like the full interview, or the full video, not just the two second clip, that's designed to make me angry and get clicks up on the websites. um... Or, like, targeted misinformation, then I could act, then I'd understand, like, would be like, okay, no, this person isn't trying to kill millions of people to create a vaccine. Or, this person isn't saying this is a thousand percent mandatory. That was taken from an interview from 1997, but placed in an interview from 2020. Um, <laughs> or, you can learn what's actually being done, and then you can still, of course, disagree with what's being said. But it's not like, I'm this person's a monster and I need to take them down, and it's all riding on my shoulders, even though, no, it's not. <laughs> like, inform yourselves. Like, people, yeah, no, just, before we comment, before we type in all caps locks, terrible typing, And that's not a dig at anybody. I type terribly even when I'm not angry. Um, I can barely word, son. Like... (laughs) Which makes me wonder why I write. Um, anyways. Just take the time before we comment. Uh, so much of this stuff going on right now, it can go into love your neighbor as yourself. And then also, think before you speak. Um... And that, that goes double for me because, heck, I have a podcast. You know how many times I've just gotten so annoyed at something and I've been like, oh, that soapbox is coming. Uh, and I've been trying not to do that here. Um, it's just, uh, heck, even this retake was, I need to chill a bit. But I, you can speak passionately about things without being a jerk. And I, I hope I'm achieving that and I hope what I'm saying makes sense. Okay, on to the nerd stuff. Um, I just wanted to very quickly share three... Well, one audio novel which was more or less like an audio drama although, no, it was a novel. Um, sorry, I'm passing by an area where there's a lot of truck activity. um So I listened to a great fan um, novelization of Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. If you look up Ocarina of Time on Spotify, and I'm pretty sure on Podbean and other podcasters as well, you'll come across this 61 chapter fan production that it grows on you. It, I find it really, really good. I have shared it with some people, and I know that Young Link's voice kind of they, they found irksome, and I get why. And that's not a slam against the actor; it's something that can happen with children roles. Um, but, oh my gosh. Like, well, one, when we get to Adult Link, it gets... The performance is great. But then also, we, there's two chapters. Uh, I believe they're chapters 19 and 20. Where it's like the sacking of Castletown before Link uh, pulls the Master Sword out of the stone. And then is aged seven years and trapped in the Temple of Time for seven years. And it's so well done. It's so wonderfully dark. I'm gonna wait. It's so wonderfully dark. Um, It's like a more graphic version of the Order 66 sequence from uh, from Revenge of the Sith. um outstanding. It's really outstanding. And I'll say now, it's rated M. I'd, I'd say it's rated M for mature. I guess they go sexual or anything on it, but there's some swearing. Uh, when violence happens, there are consequences. There's talks that, like when Link gets slashed by a sword, unlike a, a Nintendo video game where it's like, oh, I've got four hearts and I'm down to three and a half. Nah, son. When he gets slashed, they start talking about the injury that happened. Link gets injured a lot. Uh, and it doesn't. it's not just isolated to when he's an adult. It happens a when he's a kid, so there's, there's that child aspect to it, um, there's some swearing, they never get F-bomb territory, um, and there's just some, there's some intense stuff, but it's, I, I loved it, I can't recommend it enough. Um, the other two I wanted to share are two audio dramas, um, both by a gentleman named Carl Dutton, he wrote, uh, he wrote them, he didn't perform in them except as the, the tag narrator, um, but it got together a cast of people who just wanted to do these things, um, most of whom were professional voice actors. The first one is, uh, one I shared on the Instagram not too long ago. It was Power Rangers The Audio Drama. If you just look that up, you'll find it right away. I think it's, uh, maybe 12 or 13 ep- 12 or 13 episodes, probably 12. And it's It's fantastic. It's also... M for mature. Um, what I love about it is it's very much uh, adaptation of the Boom Studios comics. By that I mean they take some of the more serious tone from that. Um, they, al- they also have a lot of stuff from the ki- from the I almost said the kids show, but I mean it was, but stuff from the show from Mighty Morphin from '93. Uh, and then they sprinkle in so many great Sentai references. Um, the Zords are called the Guardians at first until they're renamed the Zords. Uh, what was it? There was Oh, yeah. Uh, Rita is called Rita Bandora. The Repulsa is her ship. Bandora was the name of the witch that Rita was adapted from in Power Rangers. Bandora was the witch in Jew Ranger. Um Goldar and Scorpion are married. That was something from Jew Ranger. They sprinkle in a lot of Jew Ranger references and other Power Ranger season references like Die Ranger and other stuff. Um It's so well made. It's it's fantastic. If you're a fan of Power Rangers, do yourself the favor and check this out. And this shows the great things you can get with fan production. Uh fan productions are a mixed bag and sometimes it's The quality isn't there because people can't afford it. The passion is there, but they might not have necessarily the skill to do it. They might not have, it might not be fully in the wheelhouse, but they want to express their fandom, so they're going for it, which is admirable and awesome. But in this case, it's the talent is there, the passion is there, and the skills are there. So it's this great production that I'm like, I love this as an animated show say an animated show because Carl Dutton the guy who's done this he did a long Halloween uh audio drama that I just haven't been able to get yet um and he did an X-Men one which I'm going to talk about in a sec his whole thing was uh like I couldn't ever do this live action the budget would be insane and you'd have to lose so much because of that where with an audio drama it's all your mind Um, And that's why I'd be like. If you did it animated. It's a great. uh, Like a great compromise of that. that, And I'm not talking CG animated. As much traditional animation as possible. Maybe with some computer enhancement. But then you can still do a lot. For comparatively little. Uh, It's fantastic. There's only one season so far. They're gearing up for the second season. And I highly recommend it. Uh, His other one that he started in 2014 or 15 was X-Men, the audio drama. It's about two seasons, uh, or two seasons and a mini-season of The Dark Phoenix, and that's where it ended off. Um, it's it's great. The first season is like an adaptation of some of the original um, X-Men comics, but set in a more modern age, and then the second season introduces uh the second team like it did get introduced in the comics but some of the stuff is just lifted verbatim from claremont because well claremont was awesome uh the performances are really solid the dark phoenix adaptation is great i really really recommend it um you can find that one on spotify on podbean you can find it i'm pretty sure where most podcasts are it's it's great um and that's it for the stuff i wanted to plug hey everyone so this is another insert um, because I couldn't salvage the audio no matter how hard I tried um, the wind was just ridiculously bad in this section it was kicking the crap out of the audio so I just thought it'd be easier to do a a reversion of it um, so it's we're just announcing that we're gonna be slowing down the schedule again if you're a long time listener you re- you might remember that we did this for a couple months um, back in early 2019, um, when I got more hours at work. Um, The main reason we're doing it now is, I'll be honest, my anxiety and mild depression have been kicking the crap out of me lately. Um, That's a huge component of it. And anybody who's struggled with either of those things know that sometimes they can really affect the things that bring you joy and that you generally like doing um and i don't want that to be the case with one cross radio and there's been absolutely times where uh it it has impacted it heck a big reason i started doing the out and about series anyway was just because i couldn't deal with editing some of the episodes It was just the anxiety was really impacting them or there were certain episodes I couldn't record because of the anxiety and stuff. Um, And with all the changes going on with uh, things are in a way scary in Ontario right now. Um, We've had some of the highest days of new COVID cases, period. Um, I'm starting a new job, which brings in so much stress. And, um, there is some good things too. I'm, I'm getting the opportunity to do some things that I can't talk about. Um, but because they're also exciting and slightly scary, but in the good way, the anxiety is hitting that as well. So there's certain days where I have to make a choice over what I'm going to do. Is it going to be podcast or website, or is it going to be this new, uh, some of these new opportunities, and I want to be able to put my best effort into both of these things. So we're going to slow down, uh, and I definitely think it's the right call, but I, I do ask for prayer. Um, please keep me in prayer in this. Um, eventually, I'd like to get back to uh, to once a week. I, I love doing that, but I also want to put the the best version of this podcast out there. And I don't mean in terms of like, oh, I got to make sure I'm like (sighs) nothing bad. I just want to make sure I'm editing better uh, because I've gotten some feedback that I I haven't been doing the best job with the audio lately. And that is a thousand percent fair um, and accurate. Um, I want to take the time to do this and do this right. Um, I want to treat this with the loving care that that I should. Um, heck, it's one of my prayers that God uses this podcast. And if I'm just lassadaisically throwing it out there, not that He can't, but also if it sounds so bad that someone's turning it off quickly just because the sound is bad, not that that's been the case. Uh, I haven't gotten that feedback, but you get what I mean. If if I'm not taking care of this, um, if I'm not treating it well, then then maybe I need to, to take a break. And I'm not anywhere close to that, but I do need to slow down. So that's a long-winded way of saying um, this episode that you're listening to, of course, dropped Monday, October 5th. We are off next uh next week anyway so the new schedule starts then we're off because in canada it's uh thanksgiving uh monday so if you're in the states you wonderful traders to the crown um this is a normal monday for you but for us up in canada it's not so we are off um and then we will be back on the 19th but then off the following week um and we'll see how it goes. So please, keep me in prayer. Keep my mental health in prayer. Uh, Keep everybody's mental health in prayer. It's a crazy stressful time. Uh, We've got a pandemic. There's everything going on in the U.S. and across the world. Just lift us all up in prayer. Um, Yeah. All right. So I was going to try to go back to the episode, but even the end was unusable. So this is a, a mostly out and about. So all that being said, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Again, uh, dear listener, thank you so much for the prayers. Thank you so much for uh, the very, very kind reviews. Um, and if you haven't, please review us in your, uh, in your podcatcher. Um, or if you're using iTunes, please review us there. And if you're in another country, let us know. And also, thank you so much for three years of support. This is just it. Ah, thank you guys. Hope you enjoyed today's episode and hope you enjoy three years more. All that being said, have a wonderful day. Take care and God bless my friends. Peace.